which cells respond to it, though scientists are turning up plenty of suspects. Neuroscientist David Atwell of University College London and colleagues have started focusing on cells called parasites, which dot the outside of capillaries throughout the body. Parasites, best known in the brain for their role in forming the blood-brain barrier, also have a hand in delivering blood by controlling capillaries, Atwell and colleagues proposed last year in Nature. Capillaries were larger and let more blood flow in places where parasites resided, suggesting that the cells could control the floodgates, the team found. The idea is controversial. Neuroscientist Robert Hill and Jaime Grutzendler of Yale University and colleagues published a paper in July in Neuron claiming that parasites cannot dish out blood. Parasites lack actin, a contractile protein that would be needed to squeeze or relax vessels, the researchers argue. Smooth muscle cells that line vessels larger than capillaries control blood flow, they say. Then there are the endothelial cells, which may also help regulate blood flow. Unlike astrocytes and parasites, which live outside of vessels, endothelial cells are stitched into the very fabric of blood vessels, large and small. As the innermost layer of all the blood vessels in the body, endothelial cells are perfectly poised to detect chemical signals from their surroundings and carry ultra-fast messages along vessels, Hillman says. When Hillman and her colleagues damaged the endothelial cells lining an artery on the surface of a rat's brain, blood no longer responded to busy neurons. Vast networks of endothelial cells may carry messages lightning quick from neurons that need fuel to distant large arteries that can supply it. Those results, published in 2014 in the Journal of the American Heart Association, suggest that the same system that regulates blood flow in the rest of the body might also apply to the brain. The real irony is that people thought there was somehow this divide between body and brain, Hillman says. As Atwell and others try to work out how neurons call for blood, other research is showing that this skill is not part of a newborn's repertoire, and maybe for good reason. In the days and weeks after birth, the communication wires between blood vessels and neurons are put down with precise specifications, recent studies suggest. The fact that this system takes time to grow helps explain why young babies' brains give off funny results during an fMRI scan. Instead of sparking an influx of blood, neural activity in a baby's brain can cause what looks like blood leaving the area. There's a whole bunch of odd goings-on in the very young brain, Hillman says. These puzzling negative signals hint that the infant brain has its own surprising way of operating. In very young rats, active neurons can't call blood for nutrients, Hillman and colleagues reported in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences in 2013. If the neurons are trying desperately to fire in response to the stimulus, but they simply don't get the energy they need to do it, they have to stop. That is what it looks like to us, she says. It looks like they give up. A pause may be its own kind of signaling, perhaps laying the groundwork for a fully functioning adult brain. As the rats grew up, their neurons' hunger cries were answered. 
Blood flooded the area soon after neurons fired, the team found. This interaction between neuron and blood can lead to more blood delivered not just by turning up the flow, but also by creating new pipes, a different study reveals. Neurons that respond to whisker twitches in young mice could actually trigger new blood vessels to form, neuroscientist Chenghua Gu of Harvard University and colleagues found. When the researchers plucked a whisker so that its corresponding neurons were deprived of input, neurons sensitive to that whisker remained silent. Those inert neurons had fewer nearby blood vessels than neurons that were handling incoming information normally, Gu and colleagues reported in 2014 in Neuron. But if the scientist flicked a whisker, sparking lots of activity in the associated neurons, blood vessels sprouted new branches and delivered blood to the active cells.